0: Welcome to another episode of the Soul Strong podcast. I am super excited to have two of my beautiful girlfriends here. I have Michaela, hello! Hi!
1: Oh, hi. <laughs>
0: and Sarah! <laughs> like I had
2: to sing too. We're both singers. Yeah. So. Wait, excuse me, we're
0: all sing singers? not yeah. <laughs> <But> just <laughs> both, okay? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, but Michaela, it's really cool to have you because Michaela's is the one that edits all of our episodes, yeah. so now people get to hear your lovely voice, <laughs> which I think is really cool. Yes. Um, so cool. So do you want to tell us girls a little bit about yourself? I've got a couple of like intro questions. Okay. <laughs> First of all, cause I always love knowing this. What is your favorite pastime? Mm, okay and then what is your favorite season being that when we're recording this we're in a very warm winter (laughs) like Mm, like it's it's winter but the sun is out it feels like just a, it feels like a cool summer day it to does. be honest yeah it really does it okay really so does. um I call you Kay for sure just uh-huh. so we don't get like confused so Kay um yes. yeah do you want to listen a little bit about yourself favorite pastime favorite season yeah so like yeah. your favorite hobby to do like mm. a leisurely activity okay yeah
1: I my leisure activity that I love doing is definitely reading Oh yeah! I what are you currently finished, reading? Well, I just finished *The Great Divorce* from C.S. Lewis. Oh goodness!
0: <laughs> I, is that like a segue into this episode? <laughs> Um, the episode today, by the bye, is all about synchronous. Is that where you read The Great Divorce? No. <laughs> I actually have no idea what that book is about. So
1: it's basically about like story about this little bus that goes from hell to heaven and just the people oh. that are in it, what they experience oh, okay. being in heaven for like a little second. Ah. Oh, right. That. So
0: it's really, really interesting. So would you recommend The Great Divorce?
1: Absolutely.
0: So it's not really about a marriage and a no, divorce and all that. No, okay. No. Awesome. Cool. Um I I yeah. love reading too. Yeah. Um, what about your favorite season?
1: Mine is definitely autumn because I was born in autumn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. cute seeds. Yeah. And Sarah, hello. Yes. Welcome.
2: Hello. <laughs> uh, pastime. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would like to say something cute like reading. <laughs> but it's not true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my favorite pastime probably is like... I really enjoy like watching shows, like yeah. watching series, because yeah. I feel like I have a very active mind. Mm. Like it's really hard for me to shut off. So things like reading, <gasps> I get too. so distracted. Like, okay, yeah my family laugh all the time because I came home once and was talking about how I was going to start reading this book about how not to get distracted Yeah, <laughs> and I I think I read one chapter and I got distracted <laughs> and I got distracted and I'm like this book is it is for me but it's not for me like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's an audio book yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just read a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry and I like put it on my story and I was like recommending it to everyone Ooh. and I still do I've actually got four on order to buy just as gifts and I had so many people write to me and they're like I need this but I'm too busy to read this <laughs> book. I'm like, okay, that's why that's you need to read this book. I yeah, exactly. So I get that. Yeah.
2: I think maybe like, I don't know, because I've read books before mm-hmm. like, and been really intrigued. I think it's just, I really have to be into it for me to Yeah. Like, I'm not one of those people who's like, I'll oh, give it a chance. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it it's a, get me, I think it's it. a
0: discipline to to oh, read. Totally. It's not like a... Just anyone can do it. No. And I think it takes practice and the more you do yeah. it, I d I don't know if better is the right word, but no, the but like the more into it you get uh, in. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, cool. Yeah. So favorite but season?
2: Yeah. Uh I love winter. Ooh. I love winter fashion and mm. I love. I yeah. Don't know, I just love like everything about like cold, cloudy days. Like I feel the mm. most alive. Like, really? like a lot of people talk about how it makes them feel really gloomy yeah. and unproductive. But for me, I'm like the opposite. That's when yeah, I'm the true. most like alive. That's
0: so cool. I think you're living in the wrong country. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, am. I think you need to move to England. Yeah, probably. Well, my cousin, he's the same. And he yeah. went to England and he goes, I was born on the wrong mm, side of the earth. Because yeah. he goes like in England, it was like rainy and overcast mm. and cold. And he was just like loving oh, yeah. it and every morning he'd wake up and he'd be like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. like i'm ready for the yeah, day i
2: feel like i would be like that because so cool. winter is when i get the most done in my life like that's mm, when yeah. i have the most inspiration like when i start things yeah
0: awesome that's so cool okay well um this podcast is all about being soul strong so i always like to ask our guests like what does soul strong look like to you because mm. we always talk about um trying to be strong like physically mm-hmm. like going to the gym mm-hmm. and then like being mentally strong like going back to the reading or yeah. the upskilling or career and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But sometimes when it comes to our soul we actually like forget mm-hmm. that it Literally. needs to be strengthened yeah. because our soul is like who we are. So I'm also reading a book called um Letters to Young Pastors by mm-hmm. Eugene Peterson which is the guy that wrote the message version of mm-hmm. the Bible. Wow. And he was a pastor and he's writing to his son Oh, so he wow. writes these letters to his son that his son who became a pastor he's requested. He's like mm. dad, can you write me letters? Oh and so over the course of a f- like a period of years, um Eugene Peterson would write these letters. And one of them in in every letter he talks about a different thing. And one of them he talks about looking at people as souls and how mm. important it is to see them as a soul. So mm. whether we agree with them, whether we disagree with them, mm. whether they're from a different culture or whatever the differences or similarities might be, they're still a soul. Mm. And when we view people as souls, we'll view them how God has created us to view them. I thought that was just mind blowing. I I was like, yes. So even in your work, even in whether you're a pastor or whether you're in ministry or whether you cut hair Mm. or whether you mow lawns for Mm. a living, like everyone is a soul. And how do we view them? So let's go back to the initial question. What does a soul that Mm. is strong look like to you?
2: Well, I think like when you are intentional, like this is something I've definitely mm. learned during COVID,
1: because
2: um, mm. I think when you're working and you're busy, it's yeah. really easy to be like, well, you know, I'm I'm eating good food, I'm exercising, mm. so
0: I'm good. You yeah, know what I
2: mean, totally. But I think like in this time where that hasn't happened, mm.
0: <laughs> um, and for some it hasn't been an option. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. And I think like just being less busy mm. makes me realize. Probably how much I've neglected Mm. my soul in the way of like doing things and being intentional to get myself involved in Mm -hmm. activities Mm. or, you know, habits that, Mm. um, do help my soul. Like even things like doing face masks, like as much as it is a physical thing, like (laughs) putting a face mask on to me, it's like, I am investing in myself and I'm telling myself you're worthy of this. And it's like, like you are worthy of taking this time and spending this money Yeah you know to have this thing done like last year I had my first oh no early this year had my first facial ever mm. and it was like I was like because I'd been thinking about going and seeing a therapist
0: uh-huh. and then after mm. that I was like I don't need one let's <laughs> <laughs> do this every month <laughs> but like I mean and all therapists are like It's oh. <laughs> <That's> not accurate
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Help. Yeah, um, that's awesome. But doing, but yeah, like, doing, doing things, things like that, that make me feel yeah.
2: like I'm, I'm telling myself that I'm worth, okay, worth looking yeah. after, yeah, and worth, you know, um, putting that time into. Because for me, it is like, those are the things that become last priority. You yeah, know what I mean, and like, mm-hmm. especially when you're in ministry, looking mm. after yourself, self care, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I mm-hmm. feel like becomes kind of last priority yeah. because you want to be doing everything you can to make sure yeah,
1: totally. you're being there for
2: other people so for me i think like to strengthen my soul it was that as well as just like doing and eating food that i really enjoy like yeah. just doing stuff that blesses me as a person mm, yeah like and knowing myself enough to know what those things are yeah 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 and like giving myself those things yeah is, like obviously to a to a point but
0: yeah that's cool so you mentioned ministry Mm. and so just (laughs) to give a bit of context Mm -hmm. um you're actually both in ministries Mm, that have probably been very severely affected by COVID Mm -hmm. by the pandemic um but still part of it Mm -hmm. and still um kind of like the word that we were because we were talking about this yesterday Mm -hmm. is like adapting to what Mm -hmm. the new like this new world looks like Mm -hmm. um so Michaela you were in endless you are in endless praise sorry um Michaela's like raising eyebrows like what is this about (laughs) oh my gosh did I miss a memo no you didn't okay you're still in it congratulations Um, But you are in Endless Praise, which is the group that I was in. And the sister ministry is Mm. Iron and Clay, which people always think I was in. They're like, if you were in Iron and Clay, you understand and I'm like okay yes. <laughs> i was in a praise, but literally we're, they're a brother sister ministry totally, yeah. literally like the yeah. directors are brother <laughs> and sister <laughs> and also um same heart yeah. for, yes. for people for Definitely. souls if we're gonna like yes. use that same terminology mm. um so yeah and that'll come up a little bit later i'll yes. ask a little bit more questions about that yeah. so Kate, you want to share with us what does a soul strong look like
1: so strong looks like for me when i think about it someone that doesn't waver like someone yeah. who doesn't get tossed or turned by yeah. events or like by the wind if you want to yeah. Talk about yeah yeah that's awesome i think someone who's very grounded in who they are in who and what they believe in mm, mm-hmm. um yeah, I definitely think someone with a soul strong soul, a strong soul, with a strong soul. Yeah, definitely for me. And I, I have so many beautiful people in my life that mm. represent that yeah, so totally. wow. Well.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and how I'm, good how good are those people? Hey, because oh, like when yeah. you when you meet people that you don't know what
1: you're gonna get, you're I like, <laughs> oh, I'm
0: nervous. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> but someone who
1: is consistent yes. is like their goal. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it's like, and you find that you want to be around them all the time and you just you you feed off them and things like Mm. that and they just they do well to your soul too yeah absolutely i love yeah
0: being around those people. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Um, okay. So Michaela and I work, um, on the soul strong podcast. So mm-hmm. we're always like talking and texting and just saying like, what about this idea for a theme or whatever? And I actually don't know how we came about this, but we both mm. agreed that we should do an episode on singleness, Yeah, which, um, I think is really, really cool. I mm. particularly have a passion for it. Cause I was, um, nearly 27 when I got married. Mm. So I spent the predominant part of my 20s and um late teens obviously um being single yeah. which in my culture was like i was 40 when I got married. because <laughs> they were just like where's your boyfriend where's your yeah. boyfriend and i'm like when i have one you will see one <laughs> but um so yeah I spent a lot of years on tour on the road Mm -hmm. single Mm -hmm. and um I think it's just really important to talk about this because I think Mm -hmm. sometimes we like gloss over it Mm -hmm. and now being married I've got some really beautiful married friends who have always said like being married doesn't mean you accomplish something Mm -hmm. like you've arrived Mm -hmm. like oh okay you're not single anymore and um I think that there are some real beautiful things about being single. So I just want you guys to share what are some of the joys that you have found in being single, <laughs> because I tell yeah. you what, when you get married, it's a shock of your life. When you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm not independent anymore. <laughs> you know, I
2: even had a thought this morning because I'm gonna be really vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, please. I accidentally woke myself up by snoring. And I no, oh, I didn't know that I snored until this morning. Well, like, maybe I was just really tired and it was, like, a once-off thing. You might have been lying
0: on your back, too. Yeah, <laughs> I was, yeah. yeah that's but a- I
2: remember thinking, as soon as that happened, man, I'm glad I don't have, like, a man beside me right now because <laughs> that was, like, terrible. Yeah. I'm like, that's a beautiful thing about singleness is, like, there are, like, those things that, you know, like, I just really enjoy being able to... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Just make all the noises I want. Yeah, exactly. You have free to do it, no, but
2: yeah, I think there's like, because um, you know, I think there's a lot about myself and habits that I have
1: mm-hmm.
2: that I am becoming aware of, like things like my self-discipline mm-hmm. and like tidiness and stuff yeah. like that. That you know, it's taken me a long time to come to terms with. Yeah. And now I'm in a place where I'm, I have come to terms with and I'm working on fixing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really enjoy the fact that I'm single in the way that, like, I can get myself prepared. It's mm, not,
1: right. you know,
2: I'm not dealing with this in a marriage in a yeah. situation yeah. where someone else is being yeah. irritated by it or, like, trying to grow through it with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, like, a season of just getting myself
0: yeah. That's so good. And
2: and working towards becoming the kind of woman that I want to be Mm. without being, I don't want to say burden, but Mm. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, without being a hindrance or an annoyance to someone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness. I would say, like, pick up the mic and drop it because that was amazing, (laughs) but don't drop the mic because (laughs) we need it. it.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. That is so cool. What about UK? I have found that I've actually enjoyed, (laughs) this is going to sound so weird, being alone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. You can see that tear go <laughs> <laughs> I <really> enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I really enjoy because I can. I am more of an introvert than I am. Mm. Is it extrovert? Extrovert. That's yeah, the one. Mm. I had amnibot in my head. um <laughs> Wow yeah so like when I really get to have that time by myself I really really enjoy it um but But
0: you're in the season where you're getting comfortable with yourself yeah Yeah, that's awesome
1: so I really really enjoy Mm. time by myself yeah
0: that's for sure so there there are things in your single journey that teach you really important lessons Mm. as does every season let's be really real and if we're not students then Mm. that's scary (laughs) because we think we've arrived um but what are some of the the lessons that you've learned in Mm. singleness I'll start off because I can Mm, see you're like oh what do (laughs) I I say (laughs) um when I was single I was just really and I hope I still am but I was just really committed to a relationship with God Mm. and like I fully like lent into that Mm. and it's because you know, I'd be in the bed by myself, so I could wake mm. up whatever time I needed to without mm. bothering someone else or whatever, um, and just kind of like making that a real priority. Mm. And I always tell single people now, especially those um, in ministry, I'm like, if you're not making that a priority now, it's not going to get mm. easier when you yeah. add add people, um, add a family, you know, mm. add relationships to the mix. So um, yeah, that's one of the things that that taught me. Um, what about you, Kay?
1: What are some of the lessons that singleness has taught you? Oh, man, it's taught me patience. Mm, good a one. lot of patience mm-hmm. and a lot of trust in God mm. and knowing that because there are times where I still struggle with that a little bit. Yeah. Knowing that um, he's got that area of my life covered. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, in the human part of me really just wants to be like, oh, but when, Lord, like, is it going to happen? Yeah. Like, is this ever a possibility for me? But I know also in my heart that he's just like of course you know that Mm. is something for you yeah there's just something that you gotta do with me Mm. in this waiting series wow (laughs) in this (laughs) waiting season yeah that I'm preparing you for for when you become a wife because I know that there's so much that I need to learn that Mm -hmm. I need to grow on that I probably wouldn't realize or become aware of when I am in a relationship Mm -hmm. I, I trust in the fact that okay there's something that I need to learn or there's something new that I've got to become aware of and, mm-hmm. yeah would probably make me a better wife for when that comes okay yeah. cool mm. what about you Sarah I think for me I
2: I'm I'm 27 almost 28 and mm. when I was 22 I was engaged mm. wow and, yeah mm, that's so young I, to be engaged yeah exactly and now in hindsight mm-hmm I'm so blessed that that didn't work
0: like only there are some relationships that you're like thank you you god I'm not in that anymore
2: (laughs) but not (laughs) I think because I look back on my understanding of marriage and my perspective on relationships Mm. and how how immature it was yeah and you know there were definitely things that I was prepared to do and you know if it had happened I'm sure god would have brought beauty out of it yeah yeah but um I come from a family where there are a lot of failed marriages. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think any of my family, apart from like my siblings, are with their first partner. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think having this time and potentially that early relationship, that Mm. engagement I was in possibly would have ended like that as well. Mm -hmm. And so I think like in this time of discipline and waiting because um, I do believe in a sense it has been a season of waiting mm-hmm. and you know, a season of waiting doesn't necessarily mean I've just been sitting at home mm-hmm. waiting for him to walk yeah. through yeah. the door totally. I think the season of waiting is acknowledging the fact that it is something that I desire and that yeah. I, mm-hmm. I want and that I believe mm you know, will be a part of God's plan for yeah. me. Mm. Um, and so I will wait for that. I'm not going to go running around trying mm. to find mm. who he is, yeah. um, which I have done before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um,
0: hey, who hasn't? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
2: But yeah, I think like the amount that I've learned about marriage and relationships in this time of waiting and in this time of, you know, it not happening, um, I really am grateful to God that he's given mm, me this yeah. time yeah, because I do believe now, and I know there's still even – a lot more that I have to learn, and I know mm-hmm. there's a lot that I won't learn until I'm in that season. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, being with someone, mm-hmm. and so like I'm very grateful for this time that I've had to learn those things and mm-hmm. develop understandings and values, and you know, things like when I was that age, I didn't even think about, um, you know, if I'm trying to say it in reverse. Now I have a value, you know, I have a really strong belief that divorce. I don't ever want that to yeah, be a conversation. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Right. I don't ever want <clears throat> that to be something that comes up. Mm-hmm. But when I was that age, that wasn't something I'd thought of. That yep. you know? yep. wasn't something I'd solidified in my mm-hmm. heart. So I think as much as I've been impatient, I've had seasons of being like, right. where the heck is he? Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Give him to me so now. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: I, in hindsight, and like the, the closer I've drawn to God, the more yeah. I realize how much he's had my back in yeah, that. Because yeah, there totally. is so much that you know having me now that i didn't have then yeah uh, that um i know will benefit my yeah, future totally. marriage
0: for Absolutely, sure. totally. Mm. that's so beautiful sarah and i just want to acknowledge like in this season um you know if mm. like if divorce isn't an option or god forbid something yeah. happens to mm. our partner that actually will you may not ever go through this season mm. again totally. so it is a once in a lifetime mm. season yeah. and it isn't like this took me a long time to get to that place before I met Zane Mm. that it was actually okay to be single and I wasn't just gonna like endure it but I was gonna try and enjoy it and I was Mm. gonna really try and thrive in it and that was something that was a turning point for me because Mm. I was very much like I mean like I said I went on tours, so I was meeting
1: Mm, yeah. Thousands
0: of people every year. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, seriously, God? Like I've met half of Australia. Like mm. <laughs> how can I have not met the one that mm. I'm supposed to marry? Yeah. He actually wasn't from Australia, so that's probably why. <laughs> um, I found that out later. Um, but I think in that in that time, it's easy to look out. Like I remember, yeah. I'd start a concert and I'd look out on the crowd and I'd think, is he here? Yeah. You know, because yeah, you're just totally. like you're yeah. in a different town or a different city mm-hmm. every week, and you're meeting more people than the average person does mm, so you're just yeah. like okay what's happening yeah. and then sometimes there's a tendency to whoever you do meet to kind of like gloss over all mm, the yeah. flaws and be oh, like totally.
2: maybe he's yeah. the one yeah. Yeah. yeah that's something i've definitely um grown in a lot because i think that it's really easy mm. Mm. and like even to the people who i love in my family and you know my, mm my close friends it's really easy to excuse behaviors mm. yeah. and something i've learned is to really listen to the people around me mm. as well like yeah when dating or getting to know a guy yeah like a lot of the time um being honest with them and yeah. hearing what they have to say sure. if i'd done that earlier probably yeah. would have saved me a lot of heartache yeah i think there is a certain amount you need to trust yourself and yes, allow the absolutely. holy spirit to guide you because yeah. sometimes people do have biased opinions Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know like they're they're um, opinions can be tainted by their own experiences yeah, as well. mm, stuff yeah. like that but I do think that like it is important to have key people in your life who mm. you know when they say to you this doesn't this yeah. doesn't feel right mm-hmm. or like that's a that's a big mm-hmm. red flag yeah that you do listen yeah even mm-hmm. though it feels so good to be in that season of like getting yeah, of to know course. someone and flirting and yeah totally. you know being having that complimenting mm-hmm. relationship like yeah. it is a really beautiful feeling but like I've been in so many situations where, where I've ignored those red flags mm-hmm. at the start mm-hmm. and allowed myself to, um, you know, cause I'm the kind of person who I don't have a lot of people mm-hmm. close to me in my life, mm-hmm. but the people who I do, I love very deeply. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if I let you in, like, you know, I love you very deeply. Mm-hmm. And so for me to get to that point with a, a guy where mm-hmm. it's, you know, a mm-hmm. deep connection, um, it hurts a lot to yeah, totally. to separate from that. yeah absolutely. so i think yeah like there's something i say to a lot of um younger women younger single women is like listen to mm. keep people around yeah. you and mm. make sure you have them like yeah. don't enter into anything without any kind of wise counsel yeah guess, of course you know, absolutely. you need perspective we need perspective us women like we can be so silly and men as well but like in that season (laughs) of like infatuation yeah it's so hard to see clearly sometimes Mm -hmm. so i think yeah having that perspective is Mm -hmm. so crucial and Mm -hmm. the
0: people around you aren't looking at that person like you look at them so they're seeing things that you're not seeing They're (laughs) they're noticing like little comments or like glances or Mm -hmm. things like that um i remember my uncle who you know very well (laughs) um he said to me when we were single like Mm. when we were all a lot younger he's like you want people around you Mm. to say that this is a blessing without you actually asking is this is he okay like do you like him whatever you shouldn't have to ask people are they this or are they that they should be able to see it if Mm. he is good Mm. and say okay, this is, this is from God and this is like supposed to be. And I really took that on and I didn't, and I actually forgot about it until someone said it to me about Zane. Mm. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Mm. Thank you. That's actually what I needed without realizing that I needed to hear that. So it's just a real confirmation. Mm. Um, Okay, so we've sort of already been talking about some of the challenges of being single because yeah. um, there are, there's lots of them mm-hmm. and there's lots of those, again, reiterating in every season of life. Um, so what are some of the, the things that you have really particularly struggled with being single? Mm-hmm. Um, I know I had everyone around me was getting engaged and getting married mm-hmm. for years, this was happening. I was like, yay, another engagement that yeah. I, an engagement party that I'm going to single Mm. (laughs) alone um and that was hard for me going to events or going to parties by myself um so what are some of the challenges that you have faced in your life um being Mm. single um I think for me a lot of the challenges come with being in
2: ministry Mm. and like having all these beautiful experiences and you know interactions with young people and triumphs with you know mm. kids that are mentoring yeah. and having these experiences that are so exciting and amazing mm. and you know I've got family and I've got friends but I think there's something so beautiful about the idea of having a partner to mm. to talk with that yeah. you know, talk about that with you know yeah. what I mean and and share that with and yeah. feel like you know that you can have conversation and, yeah. and they can see you growing like I think. Yeah. That's that's one thing that I've really like. Yeah. I, I have an awesome day of you know. Yeah. We we do shows in these schools that mm. go really well. The kids are really interacting, right, and right. you know, or I have a conversation with a kid that's really life changing, mm. and you know, and then I I'm I'm kind of sitting there like I could call my mom, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, which is beautiful, and my yeah. mom's amazing, but I think yeah, there is there is like a a certain aspect of like I would really love a partner in this like yeah someone who, totally you know, yeah, yeah exactly. who is just mine yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. So, yeah i think that's a big one I, I i'm i'm kind of i don't mind being alone but i also have mm. times where i'm like
0: mm.
2: i really it can get lonely and yeah. i think the loneliness can be really loud sometimes and yeah. no matter how many friends and people who love you you have mm. around yeah um yeah it can get really lonely yeah. mm-hmm. and I think that loneliness is something that's like it's a lot deeper than just like I'm bored like mm-hmm. it's not a it's not a I'm bored yeah, I wish absolutely. I had someone to talk to it's like yeah. a I really want to continue my journey yeah with, yeah. with someone yeah. like I really want to have someone who's going to keep building mm-hmm. with me and you know I'm at an age now where like if I'm honest there was when I was younger, mm. th- there was a certain place that I thought I would be in by now. Yeah. yeah and definitely. you know, like I wanted three kids by the time I was twenty eight. Yeah. and twenty eight in two months. So
1: Wow. Adoption
0: that may not happen. <laughs> yeah. Adoption. Exactly. Did you say that? No, I was the same. I wanted yeah. to be like dating. Well, i mean engaged by the time I was twenty three. Yeah. Mm,
1: when wow. I was and I
0: remember turning twenty-three, I remember on my birthday, I was in New York on tour mm. of all places, wow. and one of my favorite places in the world, and I was so sad because I was like I had reached, you know, quote yeah. unquote, like that age that yeah. I have had in my totally. mind. And you weren't you didn't do the things that mm, you wanted to do mm, so I totally exactly. understand so
2: yeah. I think it's just like the, mm. the dealing with the disappointment mm, and being able know. to come to God and I think like getting to a place where I understood that God was actually okay with me saying like
1: hmm, yeah. I don't mm. think
2: I would be here like he's yeah. not he's not looking at me like
1: yeah exactly. you know
2: he, he looks at me like a father who's like yeah. just keep trusting me it's gonna yeah, be okay yeah. and I think but yeah dealing with that disappointment and not allowing other people's Situations mm-hmm. and what theirs looks like yeah. to determine my happiness about my situation. Absolutely. Because there's Absolutely. a lot in my life that I have now that I never dreamed I Ooh. would have. Mm-hmm. You know, like the platform in ministry that mm. I've been given, the opportunity to speak in schools, yeah. and you know, even stuff like this. Yeah. Like, this is stuff that I dreamed of happening yeah. but never really thought would. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, like there's that disappointment but then god's really beautiful at bringing me to a place of perspective Mm. and understanding that it hasn't been wasted time Mm. like it hasn't been
0: not at all and there's such like there's so much like that's just so beautiful so Mm. thank you for sharing Mm. that because there is such beauty in like running in your own lane Mm. um because that never goes away even when you get married there are there are still things that you'll look Mm. at other people Mm. and be like Oh, they've achieved this. Yeah. you know, like I told you, people totally. were getting engaged and married, yeah. and then there came the whole season of everyone was buying homes. We yeah. didn't even have full time jobs. There yeah. was like buying a home is. I mean, it's still it's still a dream of ours that. Yeah. We, so there's it, there's such beauty in knowing the strength of this is my race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is yeah. and the only person that really understands is God, yeah, and He's totally. walking alongside exactly. of us. So I think that's really beautiful mm-hmm. to understand what you're doing. Is very unique to mm. your life, yeah. And and sometimes, had you been with a partner, you yeah. wouldn't be yeah. to you totally in this situation. Not that you would know, because that's. No. I mean, this isn't sliding doors, and you have ever watched that movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm very sure, much showing my age when I, when I bring up a movie like that. Um, that but yeah, black and white film. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! How dare you get out? Of <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so we've talked heaps about um, being in ministry, which I've loved because ministry is like... It's my heart, um, yeah. and Paul in the the Bible, he actually talks a lot about being single. That's true. And sometimes when I read it, like I was actually reading something that he wrote just last week, and I was a bit confronted by it. because I was like, mm. "Dude, I'm married. Like, <laughs> how is this helpful?" <laughs> and he's like, "You should have just stayed single, <laughs> but because you're gonna get married, you know, it's it's almost like this is like a, yeah." Um, But I think he's got some real gold in what he's saying because when you are single and you're in ministry, Mm -hmm. there is a different focus in Mm -hmm. what you're doing. Um, So how have you ladies found like doing ministry and giving everything that you've got? Mm -hmm. um, And I know that you shared that you didn't have someone to share it with, so Mm -hmm. that's a bit of a negative thing in a way. But then, how how do you find doing ministry single? Mm. What are the other things that you are able to give your I attention for to? For a month, <laughs> just a month. Um, <laughs> shows you how it turned out um,
2: <laughs> for a whole thirty yes. days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I um I kind of was in a relationship right. with a guy while in ministry. Yeah, and um he was not in the ministry, so yeah. he was back at home, mm-hmm. and I was on tour for the entire month. That yeah. we were dating, oh, and I right. think um, I I actually don't regret it, or I I don't look back at it as a bad thing because it really revealed to me how much I need someone in ministry with me. Because, mm-hmm. like I yeah. think Hallelujah. before that, I didn't really have the revelation that I really believe yeah. that God's gonna like that I'm called to full time ministry. I, I didn't really have that mm-hmm. understanding, yeah. and I think going through that experience really showed me how much. Mm-hmm my heart is mm. more in ministry than it was for that relationship. Yeah. And you know, like we're so blessed that we're still friends and, mm. you know, he was very understanding, which was um really good because, you know, now I'm in a place where I, I know that's just another little not little big tick on the, mm. the list yeah. of things that I know God needs me to to focus on yeah, for a future for sure. partner is that he needs to be willing to be in full-time sure. ministry yeah. so for me that was a blessing to know that and so now it's like there's a different level of contentment with mm. my singleness because mm. i'm like i understand what i'm gonna need yeah, you know yeah. Know what I mean? that's so good um, yeah but i think another really beautiful thing that's happened um, through being single in ministry is um you know the amount of young women in min- like young women that i've met on tour in yeah. churches in schools young christian women who have voiced how encouraged they are to see
1: a single mm. woman
2: of my age True. and you know I, I mean none of this to glorify myself but mm. it's you know if you saw the struggle yeah <laughs> it's not that blank like, beautiful <laughs> like, it's, it's definitely not a taken lot of glory. a dream yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not a whole lot of glory it's definitely been a lot of struggle, a lot of bad attitude, a lot yeah. of tantrums. <laughs> um, but you know, by the grace of God, I'm in a place now where yeah. you know I am able to flourish in ministry and mm. and embrace it and grow. And mm. so these young women who I've had conversations mm. with who are like, you know, encouraged by seeing a woman yeah. who is single in ministry, in yeah. full time ministry, mm. flourishing
0: and leading and yeah. you know, um, enjoying life. Yeah, because it's true. We didn't like in my generation. Mm. I don't. I didn't even know that they were female pastors. Yeah. I didn't even know they existed. No, totally. So it's definitely like, and actually, our, our one of our pastors, female pastors, she spoke about this at church mm. on the weekend. Mm. That young women need mm. to see other young women like like the next generation up so to speak then they need to see that they can also lead they can Mm -hmm, also tell people about jesus they Mm -hmm. can also be in ministry because we don't get to see that very often yeah and i think that's where a lot of that desperate attitude comes from especially for young women
2: who want to be in ministry like i know that's a part of Mm. where my heart was at when i got engaged and Mm. you know because there are a lot of red flags there that i know i ignored that a lot of my family saw um but i think that came from a place of me not being aware that you could pursue ministry and be in ministry without just being a pastor's wife yeah you know what I mean like oh absolutely yeah so I think now being able to be an example of that and see young women be encouraged and potentially even change their Mm -hmm. their um priorities Mm -hmm. because of that you know, revelation. Yeah. Like that's
0: such an exciting thing to be a part of and oh, to that's be used so cool. to do. When we were studying at the seminary, um, a lot of men had issues with that. A lot oh, of men yeah. still so, and women, a lot of yeah. people have issues with that. See but there was time. one man that we were studying with and he went up to one of my girlfriends and said, I finally figured out what you can do. And she was <laughs> like, okay where's this conversation going and he goes you should marry a pastor wow (laughs) and she and I we were studying to be pastors as well and and that was the like that's the the golden ticket to women being in ministries to be married to a pastor and it's like actually we can do it on our own like we don't have to be attached to someone so I think it's so beautiful that you Mm. lay these um really you're carving like ground like walking in this saying hey we're young we're Mm. single and we love jesus Mm. and he's got it he's got like our future Mm. um and all of that okay so we are just wrapping up at the moment um i have a couple of questions left one of them is how does dating differ or reflect what for you girls what society or Mm. you know the movies or tv shows Mm. The messages that it's throwing out because I sometimes when I look at the dating like dating that happens in tv shows I'm like that is so not how housing <laughs> and I dated like you know like it's just yeah. like a world apart to yeah, be really honest true, so it doesn't reflect at all it is so different um and then just finally what are the non-negotiables
1: that you have mm, cool <laughs> I like that mm, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um I think because for me I mean I've never really I grew up in a household that isn't very like didn't have like a strong foundation of marriages Mm. or even dating like Mm. a lot of people in my family kind of slept around and that's what dating was for me you know there was no intentionality in relationships like relationships wasn't really a thing Mm. in my life but then until I came to EP Mm. I really got to see the beauty of relationships and like not just intimate relationships but relationships with like a sisterhood and like with your kids as well like you know mothers and just like the real beauty of what real relationship looks like and i think for me now seeing that and having that such a representative in my life Mm. um that's something that i really desire like Mm. in a sense of like that's how i would love to be in a relationship Mm. like that type of love and i think that also comes with you coming closer to god as well like And that was definitely something that I really, really, really tried to be, like, intentional as well. But, like, hard on myself, Mm -hmm. in a sense, to make sure that that's a priority in Mm -hmm. my life. And, like, the closer I became, well, the more I learned about God, the more I got to see the genuine love that he has. Mm -hmm. And just seeing that portrayed in all other relationships that I have in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, that was just, like... That's kind of what relationships is about. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I want to build on, be a part of, and have mm-hmm. in my own relationships. <laughs> so yeah, and definitely a non-negotiable mm-hmm. is um, you have to love God. Really. <laughs> like yeah. that for me. Like if you don't, if you don't know Him, yeah, that's yeah a massive risk. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm glad that that's come up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't
0: know. Yeah, it's like, uh, I mean, if you don't, if you don't love God, then yeah, you don't expect totally, the other person to love God. Sure. No. But I have not understood never how you can love God and then because mm. it, because that's what happened to me with my the first guy that I dated. Mm. Like he didn't love God, mm. and that's ultimately why we broke up because mm. it was just like. I mean, he was going after God, going to church because of me. And I was like, right. that's not really, yeah. I don't yeah. want to be the cause of your you know, pursuit of him. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like, do it on your own. And then let's see if life brings us to- back together. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think that there was a genuine interest for yeah. who God was when that was so important to me. But mm-hmm. I was blinded. I was just right. like, oh, we'll just date mm-hmm. and it'll be great. And mm-hmm. it wasn't. Yeah. So <laughs> not in the mean, least. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Dating for me has been something that I've really become an expert on. (laughs) (laughs) It's something I think about a lot and have a lot of conversations about Mm -hmm. because I'm really fascinated by people's attitudes and opinions and the way that they go about it. I think something that I've really learned, especially there've been a couple of times that I've been in the talking stage with Mm -hmm. guys who are overseas, Mm -hmm. like in different countries. And so we're kind of forced into this position where all we have is conversation. Yeah. Mm. You know, there's no physical yeah. side of it because I've realized, um, in having a lot of conversations with women who, you know, personally, I have the attitude of, I want to wait till I'm married to yeah. sleep with the men that I'm yeah. And, you know, I know not all women have that same mm-hmm. value and that's a journey that they're mm-hmm. on. Um, but it's interesting to see how a relationship, um, dynamic is, when there is that aspect yeah. as opposed to when yeah. the waiting is happening mm-hmm. and all they have is conversation, yeah. Yeah. you know. And I think it's kind of um, – it's been really interesting for me to see how satisfied in relationships women and men are when they are sleeping together as opposed mm. to mm. when they're not. It's mm. something okay to talk about. Absolutely. it's okay. <laughs> oh, gracious. Well, I don't think we talk about it enough. Okay. <laughs> oh, in, totally. In like Christian platforms.
0: Yeah. So I think we need to definitely talk about this yeah. more. Yeah.
2: But I think um, I've had a lot of conversations with women who are in relationships and they are sleeping with them before Mm -hmm. they've married them. And it's just interesting to see how much they feel like the man has become content or Mm -hmm. he stopped trying Mm -hmm. or, you know, they don't feel as pursued as they were before. And I think us as women, we don't realize how much, I don't want to say power, but it's kind of what it is, that we hold (laughs) within, you know, withholding from the mm. the physical side of things we don't yeah. realize how much you know for a man that's kind of the the seal the deal and sometimes yeah. we do it in the wrong order and yeah. we give them too much too soon yeah. and so the the conversations that need to have to to discover red flags mm. and you know to discover differences in opinions yeah you know that that comes too late and then you
0: already have yeah that physical aspect that you've you know connected and that definitely and that comes when you see it as withholding something Mm -hmm. because it's not no it's putting things where they where they belong and like like, sex and physical intimacy Mm -hmm. it it's meant to be under the blessing and the covenant that you have with god when you enter into a covenant of marriage yeah and people like that's so old school and it's like okay well um show me someone who has slept with someone Mm -hmm. before marriage and then when they when they have broken up they're totally fine totally and i and i just i just can't justify that mm-hmm. and so i think it's it's not seeing it as like oh no 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 we can't have sex um until i know that he's the one or whatever mm-hmm. it's actually no 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 leave sex and the physical intimacy mm-hmm. where it belongs yeah and something that we always say because we've we've done a few talks um in different places about relationships is are you friends first? Yeah. So if you take the physical stuff out of it, do you actually have fun mm. together? Mm. Like, can you hang out without touching each other totally. and being, and then walking away thinking that was the best night ever right. because we laughed, we talked, we yeah. were real with each other? Or is it just about the physical? Mm, because it yeah. can definitely become about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then it overtakes, and then that's yeah. all you've got.
2: Totally. Yeah. Um, so so are do, you friends? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I think mm. it's, it's, Like, I actually had a conversation just the other day with a young woman who was in a position where, you know, she had slept with a guy and then and it was within their friendship they weren't even dating or Mm -hmm. anything like that and then he slept with someone else and she felt really betrayed Mm. even though there wasn't a relationship there and we just talked about like the the concept of just protecting yourself it's not even it's not even about what impresses God or Mm. what you know what disappoints God or like that's I think when I was able to shift that in my own Mm -hmm. heart and mind that that's not what it's about it was a lot easier for me to then maintain my virginity you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like and to to feel more confident about that in conversation Mm. um especially when I was in my late teens early 20s yeah. where you feel kind of a lot more of the pressure now nice. i'm kind of like i don't know i'm like please ask me so i can yeah you know? i'm the same yeah, <laughs> yeah totally so i think like having this conversation <clears throat> with this it's young so woman, good
0: to hear i am so encouraged <laughs> to hear that from you guys oh, heck i yeah. love it
2: 20 almost 28 years old and i'm still a virgin
1: yeah cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
2: no, it's it's one of those things that I was always very... Uh, like once I did come to that understanding yeah. of this is actually more about protecting me. Yeah. Because I've been through heartbreak. You know, mm. my, my ex-fiancé, he was the one who ended things. And,
1: mm. you know, I
2: remember how devastating that was. Yeah. And I think about how much more devastating it would have been mm. if I'd, you know, allowed myself to have that tie with him as well. I think, um, yeah, it's it's more... In my heart, it's more about self preservation yeah. that is it is about mm. me trying not to break any rules yeah oh my goodness sure.
0: it's that's so true and I think that's why I, um, I started this question with how does dating in you know as a Jesus mm. follower differ from what yeah. society mm. says and the movies and the TV shows that we are saturating our minds mm. with yeah because I think it's treated so flippantly mm. I think like sleeping with someone is almost the ticket to yeah. see if totally. yeah. you're meant to be together yeah. or not And I don't think that you... I I, I would think it very unfair Mm. um, to be judged based on how I act in that scenario. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's a very unfair thing to ask of someone. And yet, that's what we say. Oh, like, sleeping together is no big deal. Totally. And I'm like but it is a big deal like Like, it's a huge deal deal. and something that like Zane and I say is the the very thing that we do together is the only thing that we don't do with anyone else Mm. it's that particular thing like because you can have friendships with other people you can have like fun great times with other people but that is reserved Mm. for just your partner in marriage exactly um and I just I love that you've talked about it because Mm. I find that We're just not talking about it enough and we're just saying, Oh, it's okay. Mm. And then, you know, people are just dating forever and ever because there has to be, like, Oh, well, I have to graduate first or I have to buy a house first or I have to achieve all of these things Mm. before we get married. But then that one intimate thing is then just like kind of thrown in with with everything else. And it's like, actually, it's meant to be something so special that you only share with that person. Yeah. And I think, like, I'm really glad that I've had this journey to, like,
2: i can't believe i'm saying this but i'm really glad that i'm in this place as a 28 year old almost 28 year old virgin um just bouncing back to what i was saying before with like conversation with young women yeah they don't see that exactly ever like and i'm not saying it makes me better than someone who has before and then i think it just gives them hope that you can be someone like because i think i'm a little bit attractive (laughs) 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 so it's not that i'm undesirable (laughs) Like well, it's easy for you because you look like a troll. So.
1: <laughs> but it's true you know. because I think it's a beautiful thing that you know we can actually show young young women that this, and even young men, that this mm. is actually a possibility. Totally, this is a real, and thing. and it's not
2: something yeah. that you is a shameful thing. Like no. the conversations that I've had with young women about it, I I try to make them see exactly how proud of myself Mm, I am for it and exactly how much I know. Because there have been men who I've been in conversation with and, you know, that ultimately when you're going to date someone, that kind Mm. of conversation happens. And when they learn that about me, I know that that's a blessing. Mm. Like, to my future partner, I know that that will be a blessing. And so it's not something I'm actually ashamed of and it's not something Mm, that I think makes me, you know, any less of a woman or any less of a...
0: Future wife, I think it's you know
2: a beautiful thing. Absolutely, yeah,
0: that's so good. And if you know, if lines have been crossed, if values have been you know um, stirred a little bit, Mm. um, that's the beauty of our God that Mm -hmm. He is constantly on the journey with us, and He's like, "Hey, tomorrow is another day. Mm -hmm. My mercy is new, and we are gonna like cross this new season together." So I think it's definitely something that. Um, it's not a goal to be achieved, but it's a journey, you know, totally. to be walked. And I, and I think physical intimacy and purity, that was a word that was like really in when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like getting like purity rings. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, there was like a whole wave of like books that were coming out, yeah. music was coming out. but And this Christian um, industry was pushing this whole purity idea, yeah. which I love the theology of it. Oh, yeah. But then you immediately cast off a whole totally, bunch of people yeah. that feel no longer fit in that yeah, it's and it's like hang on a second like everyone's on their own journey mm. and the, the the purity that god is looking for is purity of heart yeah exactly and so that is something to exactly. strive for oh um, absolutely yeah, oh, yeah. i've just loved this conversation <laughs> thank you so much for sharing oh this yay. sharing your thoughts yeah. and your heart and um us. hope this is a real blessing mm. to people and um yeah I just pray that God continues to bless this journey for Mm. both of you. Amen. Thank you. And and it's a great season that you're blessing others and you're giving to others in. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time on the Soul Strong Podcast. Bye. Bye.
1: Oh, you <laughs> didn't let me in on oh, that. that. Oh, and also follow us on social media. Yes, that's right. Oh, I wanted to say that. We are on Instagram and Instagram. Yes. <laughs>